mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Waka motherfuckers, welcome back to another episode of Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn. I'm your host, Nicho, back at it again to talk to you about the next Karate Kid. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people out there watching Cobra Kai, getting on the Cobra Kai bandwagon, but y'all have forgotten the true meaning of karate. Y'all have lost sight of the true teachings of sensei mr miyagi so why don't you sit back pour yourself a drink spark something up pop some corn and enjoy this episode as we talk about and i say we i mean me as i talk about the next karate kid after a word from our sponsors Are you tired of eating that stupid sandwich shop from down the street? Where they give you more bread than they give you meat? Well, bring your big ass down to Chuck Sub Sandwiches. We got all the meat you can handle, baby. All you gotta say is double my pleasure, double my fun. You gonna put double ham. We can even combo bologna and ham, chicken, turkey. Oh man, all the veggies you can handle, baby. Well, get your big ass down here to Chuck. We ain't no pedophile ring. You know what I mean. What's up, y'all? Like I said in the beginning of the episode, we're going to be talking about the next Karate Kid. Now, if you've seen the last three movies, you know, those kind of take place within, like, mm, a year. I believe it was the 80, the first movie took place in the 84, and then the following, the third movie took place in 85, because it was like a back-to-back. He wanted to fight in the tournament, though. So... This one, I believe, takes place in present, or at the time of the release, present day, which is 94. Um, we don't see Danny LaRusso. We we get a mention. We we hear that he... There wasn't even no details about... Like, there's nothing like, oh, what happened? Is he in college? He moved on, blah, blah, blah. Just kind of, oh, I had a a friend stay with me before Danny saw him. Daniel-san. Uh, so, with this movie... We see Mr. Miyagi go to Boston uh, to attend a like um, a military commemoration ceremony, some kind of recognition for the Japanese Americans that fought in World War II. There, he meets up with his uh, commanding officer's widow, and uh, we find out that her granddaughter is living with her now after her parents passed away, and she's got this built-up anger and frustration. She's She's just one of those 90s teens that's like, you know, fuck the world, blah, 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 my pain. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, it didn't show it, but I would say she maybe she, she's a cutter. I don't know. But she's really, really aggressive towards her grandmother. So, Mr. Miyagi, kind of seeing this, you know, tells her, hey, 
you know, once you, basically once you go to my house, take a little breather, relax, I'll help, you know, I'll help Julie. Her name is Julie, sorry, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even say it. Hillary Swank's character is Julie. It's like, I'll, you know, I'll help her kind of, you know, realize where she is, like try to, just, he's trying to help. Um, she is, I don't know, it's weird why they have this little, like, mini RT, I mean, I think, that, I assume this is a thing, those little student military security guards, I don't know, but it's kind of weird because they're, uh, they're almost like the dollar store Cobra Kai for some reason, but they're like, you know, using it like, oh, they're a, um, what is it, like ROTCA or something? But I don't even think that's, I mean, maybe it's like that kind of program. I don't know. But the dude, uh, Dugan, is played by uh, Michael Ironside. You know, the bad guy from Total Recall and uh, The Highlander 2, which is an episode back, I think it was episode one of season two. So go check that out. I did a whole little watch-along episode, so it's kind of long, but it's pretty good in my eyes. Everything I do is pretty good to me. Maybe not to anybody else, but I like it. Um, <laughs> so uh, Michael Ironside plays Colonel Dugan, who's got like this group of, uh, like I said, ROTCA student slash military security called the uh, like Alpha Alpha Elite or something, something Alpha. And if you uh, pay close attention, one of the guys is a young Walter, uh, I can't say his last name, Goggins, Kiggins. Uh, he played, oh my good, he played the uh, Tranny and Sons of Anarchy that Tig kind of takes a liking to. He also played, he was in The Shield. He's on the show right now called The, the Unicorn or Unicorn something on CBS. It's pretty funny. It's not bad. So anyway, Julie, you know, she's like, she wants to be left alone. She doesn't want people to fuck with her or whatever. So she finds, it doesn't go into detail how she finds the, uh, the hawk, but we find out that she's been going and feeding this hawk at night who's uh, on the roof of the school. She, um, I think it's the second, the first time we see it and then we kind of understand, oh, she's not partying or nothing. She just, you know helping a, a wounded animal so she uh the second time she goes up there she's uh sets off the alarm cops show up but she makes her she makes her escape then when she goes back to school whatever she, the the alpha elite uh one of the head guys i guess you would say the johnny of alpha elite you know ned starts like throwing some passes at her and just kind of like accusing like Throws her under the bus. When he finds her, he kind of like he tells his colonel, "Oh, I found her smoking cigarettes," and she's like, "That's total BS." It's kind of weird too, because like, are these high school students or are these like college age guys coming in and doing like, "Oh, hey, I'm security." But it, you know, at the beginning, you know, I, for me, I was like, I was confused. But now I find out that it's a like a school program or something. And uh, this dude, Dugan, is, like, trying to groom him just like uh, John Kreese. And he's trying to make, like, the, you know, kill the enemy if the enemy is uh, at your doorstep. Do do everything you can to uh, to eliminate the threat and this and that. Which is pretty, pretty fucking extreme for high school students. But nonetheless, 
uh, Mr. Miyagi goes and he sees this little exercise that they're doing in the, in the uh, I guess, courtyard or the football field, whatever. And he makes his presence known in the Mr. Miyagi type of way. We just like, you know, defenseless, kind of like, hey, what's uh, your thing? I'm looking for, I'm looking for Julie. And uh, Dugan just is a total asshole and kind of like shoes him away and be like, hey, you're on private property. Get out of here. And then he, for some reason, he tells, uh, Mr. Miyagi tells Dugan a story about this bull that was just being a fucking asshole to his village. And then one day, the people had a celebration. Dugan's like, well, what was the point of that story? I was like, oh, the bull, something about that they turned the bull into soup or some shit. It's fucking weird, but it's like, kind of like a parable of like, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna end up, fuck, you're gonna end up, you're gonna end up being dead meat. That's all I'm saying, bro. Looking for Julie. Have a good day, son. And so, um, no further story along. They, they Julie finds a friend. She be, she befriends Eric, uh, played by Chris Conrad. You might recognize him if you ever watched uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Also an episode of season one. I think it was episode 12, 13. It's in the feed. Do yourself a favor. Check it out. Uh, not a watch long, by the way. Anyways, <laughs> he played Johnny Cash. Johnny Johnny Cage. Not Johnny Cash. See? See what I'm doing? I'm trying to plug old episodes and I'm fucking my shit up. Anyways, um, she kind of, her hard show kind of like starts to break with Eric. She thinks, oh, he's this asshole. He's just like the other fucking alpha elite dudes. He's, But he's actually different. He's actually joining them to get a recommendation to go into the Air Force. And then the funny thing about that is in further along into these movies when, when she gets expelled for uh, breaking into the school, she gets expelled for like two weeks. Her and Mr. Miyagi uh, end up going to uh, a monastery. But before we get to that, uh, well, let's go ahead and knock that out of the way. She calls, she basically calls him pretending to be her mom and he he's already got like a rocky kind of like relationship with this Dugan dude. He's like, this dude's nuts, but I need him to go if I want to go to the Air Force. Like, I'm stuck between a hard place, a rock and a hard place. So, uh, like a teacher or something comes in and says, hey, you got a call from your mom. So he's getting ready to leave his little formation. And, and Dugan just like, hey, I didn't release you. I didn't give you permission to go. And he just, he's like. It didn't even say like, oh, your mom's calling, you're, something's trouble, or your mom's in trouble. They just, your mom called. He just kind of like breaks everything. He's like, you know, fuck this. And walks off. Comes to find out it's Julie. Like, really? You're that determined to, you're going to throw all that, like that, that, I mean, I guess he wasn't, he was, he was finding an excuse, an excuse to get, you know, to say fuck you. But, uh, he just walk off and said, like, okay, whatever, fuck the Air Force. Well, he didn't really say fuck the Air Force. He's just kind of like, I don't need this asshole. I'll do it my own way, which is which is cool. Uh, so back to rewind a few uh, scenes or whatever. So she, um, when she comes home, she's like, Mr. Miyagi kind of like, not scolding her, but just kind of like, hey, I went to go pick you up. What's going on? She runs off because she's so used to fighting with her grandma. She's so used to being blamed for 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 not 
I mean, just fighting with her grandma and stuff. So she starts to, like, fight with Mr. Miyagi. And Mr. Miyagi's like, hey, I just want to know what's up. Well, she runs out the house. And this fucking stupidest fucking scene. The Pete, there's like a pizza delivery, uh, delivery guy. I can't talk for shit, bro. Um, he almost runs, he almost hits her with his car. But like a fucking, like, like a ninja. She like drops down to like uh crouching tiger or something. And then she jumps on top of the hood of the car. And Mr. Miyagi sees this and he's like, what the fuck? This bitch knows karate? What the fuck? I got it. Oh, I guess. Hmm. Starts doing his little hand gesture. And then the fucking uh, pizza guy is just like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. I got, I'm real sorry. I had to go deliver this pizza. And Mr. Miyagi's like, dude, don't give a fuck about your pizza. Get the fuck on. Bye. I'm going to see what the fuck she knows about karate. And uh, turns out, long ago, Mr. Miyagi uh, taught her grandfather Miyagi-Do. And then years later, he taught Julie's father. And then Julie's father eventually taught her and so that kind of sparks their relationship in a way where it's like okay cool you're you're at us you're at a level where I can you know teach you these these fundamentals or not even fundamentals I can start building you and molding you in a way and so she wants to learn karate and then it goes into it because like this part of the movie is really unnecessary I mean, they. I'm pretty sure they put it in there because it was funny. Was the whole babysitting scene? Like she goes, she's like, "Oh, you're gonna teach me karate," and he's like, waxing the. You know, he's how he starts his karate. Like you gotta do chores basically to get muscle memory. So he's waxing the car, and she's like, "All right, well, uh, uh, you're gonna teach me karate, right?" And like, she's like, "Yes, Julie pays. I teach karate," and she's like, "What pay? I can't pay you. I ain't got no money." And I was like. You pay me with your homework. So he kind of starts like this whole little bar, barter system of like, you know, you do like two math prop, two um, pages of math homework and one page of history homework and I'll teach you karate. And she's like, this is bullshit, whatever. I want to go to the mall. Something about the mall or some shit. It turns into this, well, I have no money. I can't pay you and I can't have no money to go to the mall, but I really want to go to the mall. Long story short, he... Goes to the neighbor and tells the neighbor, hey, Julie-san wants, uh, would be a good babysitter if you'd need a babysitter. And so, like I said, this whole scene makes no sense because all it does is show her releasing, you know, getting bombarded by like Nerf footballs and Nerf guns and stuff and Frisbees and turning it on the kids and beating their ass with Nerf balls and Frisbees and Nerf guns, which... I haven't seen in fucking forever those dart guns, you know, like you pump it and then there's like four of them on a wheel. That shit, oh man, about to go hit up eBay and see what's up. <laughs> so, like I said, that has, I don't know, it just makes no sense to even have that. You know, you should have just gone with the whole, okay, we're connecting on karate. We do a little bit of fundamentals and then, oh, she got, she gets busted breaking in and she's suspended for two weeks. Now you can go into the whole, I got two weeks off, we're going to teach you karate, but we're going to go to this monastery, which I think they use the monks as comedy uh, close to the end. One of the dudes looks like uh, 
He looks familiar. I think I don't know. I can't put my finger on it if he was in a movie I seen, but he's uh, one of the monks looks really familiar. I'm gonna see if I can find. I think his name is Sonny Trinidad. That might be him. Not too sure, but nonetheless, she goes and they he starts teaching her karate at the monastery. Then she starts learning other than you know fighting techniques, or whatever. That the mere, I guess the the purpose of Mr. Miyagi's uh, karate Miyagi Do his version whatever is is not for offense, it's for defense, it's for defense. If you have to fight, then fight because you're defending either yourself or a friend, and that's you know it's it's not to attack anybody, it's not to you know like start a fight or whatever. So. They come back, and then uh, her and Eric go to this dance, and another stupid scene, which makes no fucking sense, is in the middle of this prom, homecoming dance, whatever, three of the Alpha Elite dudes basically bungee jump off the top of the fucking auditorium, dance hall, whatever the fuck it is, for what reason? Why the fuck you're not dressed like you... I mean, I'd understand if you were at the prom dancing and you, and you call some shit. You, you know, like you bump into them and it, or, you know, you start something. Who the fuck is bungee jumping? Because that's a lot of equipment. Who the fuck is loading up a... You know what would really fuck up this party? If y'all jump, bungee jump from the top right there and just made everybody go home. Like, it makes no fucking sense. And then on top of that... When he drops her off, uh, Ned basically beats the fuck out of his car, breaks his windshield, and this car was sweet, his uh, his Oldsmobile. For no fucking reason, he busts up the windows and shit. He takes off, and then Eric takes off after him, which kind of gives Julie enough time to like, oh, I'm gonna go take this dress off and put on my sweats, which is another fucking weird thing. She dresses. I understand she dressing like a tomboy, overalls, shorts, whatever. But that shirt, if it was any shorter, you would have saw Hillary Swank's titties. Sweatpants, I get, because you're doing leg motions. But that fucking shirt was making her fucking tits this close to being exposed. Which, I'm not sure, but I think she does show her titties in the, in the Boys Don't Cry. Not too sure. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Uh, <laughs> so... We get to the end, we get to the docks, which Ned has been saying throughout the movie, that's where we're going to end up. I'm going to take you to the docks, Julie, which I guess is code for the fuck spot. You know, lover's cove. Like, first of all, she's not into you. Why the fuck are you going to take you? So you're going to take her to the place you want to rape her or some shit? Like, what the fuck? So Ned brings him to the docks, brings Eric basically as a, as a uh, gang up. Because all the other Alpha Elite guys and Dirk, uh, Dugan show up. Basically beat the fuck out of Eric. Eric has, you know, he's he's already, like, down. And uh, Dugan's, like, telling Ned, alright, finish him. What the fuck you waiting on? Finish this dude. And then right there is when, like, they had the whole, you know, like, what? Like, it dawns on him that, no, man, we were, we kicked his ass. That's, that's it. And like, there's no more. And, and Dugan's just like, nope, finish it, finish it. 
cut to Mr. Miyagi and Julie rolling up. By the way, forgot to mention, Mr. Miyagi takes the monks bowling while they're out dancing. Which is pretty funny and kind of silly at the same time. Because when they're at the monastery, they tell, you know, they have give Julie a birthday cake and all this other shit. And uh, they tell her, oh, or she makes a wish and the monks grant her wish and give her a gift. And Julie says, well, I wish y'all would come to Boston and visit us. And then the monks are like, very hard. We, it's been, uh, we haven't left this monastery in many, many years. And she's like, oh. Which is kind of like a fucked up, like, you want them to break their oath of what they're doing to come visit you. And you don't even hang out with the motherfuckers. You go out dancing, they're out bowling. But anyways, they go out bowling and they beat the fucking hillbillies there. And then they actually teach the hillbillies how to make uh, strikes without looking, which is pretty cool. So, fast forward, they're at the docks. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi and Julie show up, and uh, Julie challenges Ned, basically. Julie's like, you know what, Let me, I'll fight you. And Ned's kind of like, what? Like, you're not supposed to go fight me? They believe this shit? And then Mr. Miyagi's like, you don't need to fight him. And she's like, I have to. And so he's like, alright, go ahead. She kicks his ass. Um, Dugan is trying to get the other guys to 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 fight her. They they realize what's going on with Dugan. Like, no, nah, we don't want no part of that. You, whatever. We're done. And then uh, Mr. Maggie's like, you want to finish it? Me and you finish it. Come on. So Mr. Maggie whoops his ass. End of story. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's... There's no, like, epilogue, which is weird because none of the movies have really a real epilogue unless you count the beginning of part two as an epilogue to what happened at the end of part one. But they kind of ended like that. Like, the last thing he says is, if you have to fight, fight, but make sure you win. Uh, kind of a, what is it called? Paraphrasing. So, that's it. That's the movie. That's all of Karate Kid until... 2010 when Jackie Chan and little little Will Smith do a remake I thought that was going to be the worst installment of this franchise I did, or that one or part 3 I saw that the 2010 remake wasn't really shitted on a lot other than the fact that it was Will Smith's kid and I saw a lot of uh, sites saying that part 3 if if it was just strictly the Daniel the, the LaRusso saga you know, nobody else, that part three would have been the one uh, I would be talking about. Because the whole Terry Silva, I'm going to, I got your back, John. I'm going to trick this kid and da da da. And like the way he looks at him sometimes when he's training, that's a whole other thing. That's like a whoa, boy. Pump the brakes there, toxic waste boy. But out of all the movies, the next Karate Kid was, I would say, the winner. Basically, the loser of which one is the redheaded stepchild in this franchise. But I did that because season three of Cobra Kai is out, y'all. As of today, as of, well, the 1st of January, it is fuck. The show itself is awesome. Was awesome when I saw the first few episodes back when it came out in YouTube Red or Premium, whatever the fuck it was called jumps it gets on netflix and then it gets the popularity it deserves you know the the audience it deserves 
And then you got people, oh my god, Cobra Kai is the best show ever. I'm gonna put on a Cobra Kai outfit and I'm gonna buy a jacket and I'm gonna do 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 do. Season three drops and it was again awesome. I talk about it on Popcorn and Chill on the Extra Butter feed. Of course, you can find that in this uh, link in the description. But that's gonna be it, guys. So I hope you enjoyed this little tie into the Cobra Kai Karate Kid saga. I want. I'm pretty sure they might bring her in future seasons. Maybe I don't know, but. It'd be kind of cool if the two Miyagi-Do students kind of met in like a breeze. Like, oh, hey, what's up? Or, or something. That'd be, it'd just be cool. So, again, that's going to be it. Stay tuned for the outro. What's up, everybody? I just want to take a moment right now to tell y'all all about Extra Butter. What is Extra Butter? Uh... It's going to be a podcast feed where you'll find all the old minisodes that I took off the main feed. And they're going to be retitled. There's going to be a random different shows. There's going to be a show about me discovering or me and my friends discovering popular movies called Pop It My Movie Cherry. Uh, review shows on movies and TV shows on streaming services and basic TV called Popcorn and Chill. Uh, original, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm bringing back trailer haters, talking about movies, trailers that came out, talk about the hype, the dislike that's been on social media. I can expand on that. And then on top of that, talk about movie news, you know, stuff that's been coming out uh, on the social media wire, stuff I've seen, my reaction, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, a lot of stuff, I mean, it's not far from what I've been doing, the little random stuff that I had put behind uh, the Patreon paywall. Um, been doing a little bit more of that stuff, and I kind of want it to be heard, so I decided to go ahead and just put that all in one podcast feed and um, and do it like that and just, of course, make it free. Um, because I think if you enjoy... The Shut Up Refill My Popcorn podcast, and I'm sure you enjoy what um, these little mini sods, tidbits, whatever that um, that's coming out. And uh, yeah, that's about it. So please do me a favor, go like and subscribe to that podcast feed. And if you want to join in, or if you got something to add, or throw some questions, or whatever, always hit me up on Twitter at Shut Up Popcorn. Or Facebook, Instagram, all that. Of course, you'll find it in the in the description, along with a link to this feed. Now, if you get it on, if you get your podcast on Apple and different platforms, uh, as of right now, it's only on Spotify and Anchor. So the distribution of it has hasn't fully gone to like Apple Podcast and Google Podcast and all these other different outlets. Uh, I might do that manually. I use Anchor, and Anchor takes care of all that stuff. So I'd highly recommend checking out on Spotify and Anchor on the Anchor app. Um, but if you're if you strictly stick with Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, your app, you know, just bear with me. It's coming out, of course. Uh, thank you for checking this show out. Please, again, shoot me some uh, some 
whatever. Shoot me, hit me up on Twitter and enjoy the rest of the episode. If this is in the beginning, if not, it's probably at the end. So thanks for checking it out. Stay tuned for the outro. Peace. That is it, y'all. Thank you again for checking out the episode. want to remind you about all the mini-sodes that I've done in the past and I'm doing presently, I guess that's the word to say. Uh, they are there, They are going to be found on their own feed called Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn Extra Butter. There you're going to find shows like Trailer Haters, Poppy My Movie Cherry, Popcorn and Chill, um very fun little episodes that I uh, I put out there I believe uh, the next one is going to be Wonder Woman 84 but of course if you are curious just go ahead and check out the link in the description and go give them a listen do they're quick I mean about the same who knows some are some are shorter than others but that's going to be it, guys. Again, I want to thank you so much for checking out the podcast and listen. Please go back and check out the uh, some of the previous episodes. Um, that's going to be it, man. I want to thank you again. Peace. Spoony love from up above. If you ain't laughing, you ain't living. Have a good night. Bye.